are in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And folks, good afternoon. Right now at 106, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You just heard the forecast. It is very warm out. I believe this is the, the warmest day so far, just as far as in where the temperature is going to climb. Right now, it feels like you just, depending on where you are, 97 degrees could be uh, warmer in Boston. And the temperature is uh, going to even increase as the afternoon uh, goes along. So depending on where you are, I want to just check uh, some cities around the region. Philadelphia feels like 103. Um, Depending on where you are, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Now, remember, you could sit outside on the deck because they have the outside air conditioner. They have the outside air conditioner. Boston right now is 91, but feels like 98 in Boston. I like the people that say, well, you know, if it feels like a certain temperature, then then that is the temperature. <laughs> I think there's something to be said for that. And um, depending on where you are, it's 90 degrees right now in Woonsocket. And it feels like 101, though. So very, very warm day. But, folks, why not instead you could cool off? with a nice meal at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Uh, delicious food and drink. I love it at the Lodge. You're going to love it as well. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, where you you can either obviously sit uh, inside or outside. But if you want to sit um, outside, they... They also have that outdoor air conditioning. All right. I want to see. Um, I'm just looking at some funny things. Uh, homeless person offers to give Steve Bannon some change and a hot meal because of the way he dresses. Now, the White House press briefing, we want to um, catch some of that coming up. Biden contracts COVID one day after recovery from cancer. The Babylon Bee is just having a field day with this whole thing. <clears throat> um White House clarifies Biden only claimed to have cancer due to his dementia. So, hilarious. Um, And then, I like, he was frantically. (laughs) I want to give credit to um, Mike Degman sent me something. They show Biden running across the lawn. He, um... He wanted to uh, quickly (laughs) sniff someone before he lost his sense of smell, which is um, which is funny. The Babylon Bee, they are just classic folks. Absolutely hilarious. Um, The people behind it. Let me pull that up. I love that Mike Degnan sent that to me. Biden races to sniff one last girl before losing sense of self from COVID. (laughs) 
They show him running across the lawn. You mean I won't be able to smell anything? I got to go then. There's no time to lose. Fire up Marine One. <coughs> Where's the closest elementary school? All right, let's get some sound on um, the situation. That is what's dominating the news. <laughs> that Biden is isolating with COVID. Uh, I, I'm telling you, that is... There's just he's not coming back from this one, meaning there's just no way they have absolutely hit rock bottom on on this one. I believe uh, I'm not saying they had any shot to come back from it in the first place. But um, President Biden is saying he's doing great and keeping busy following that he has COVID. I want to get a, um, a report on this. Vice President Kamala Harris tested negative. Her office said she'll remain masked and continue her schedule as planned. Well, that's a relief. Biden has tested positive. Runny nose, fatigue, occasional dry cough. Traveled to Rhode Island and believes they got it from the governor of Rhode Island. All right, I want to play. Here's the ABC report. They're now blaming Governor McKee for President Biden getting COVID. Boosters, but as we've been talking about uh, for a couple weeks now, uh, the spread of COVID taking off across the country. Numerous states reporting a rise in COVID cases, and now we are learning the president of the United States has tested positive for COVID-19. We just received uh, this statement from the White House, uh, and this is what I can tell you uh, so far, that he is experiencing very mild symptoms, according to the White House. Uh, He has been isolated. He does uh, plan to continue to carry out all his duties fully at this time. Uh, He has been in contact with members of the White House staff by phone this morning. He has been making calls uh, to those that he uh, traveled with this week, uh, specifically when he gave his speech on climate change. Uh, He had various aides with him. His press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, of course, uh, was with him. In addition uh, to his deputy chief of staff, Bruce Reed, also Gina McCarthy, national climate advisor, they have been notified that he has tested uh, positive. Uh, Do not have word yet yet on the first lady uh, and where that stands but we can tell you he is also taking uh, the antiviral of Paxlovid this has proven to be very effective when you have taken this antiviral uh, when you find out that you have tested positive so he is taking that we are t- we are told uh, that he does can plan to participate in all planned meetings and work in isolation there at the White House. Dr. Jen Ashton uh, joining me now uh, as we receive this news that the President of the United States has tested positive wow. for COVID-19. So Jen, really no surprise. I mean, we have been talking now for a couple weeks on how COVID has been spreading. And for, for a number of years, a number of us have been lucky that we haven't tested positive, but now have, and now the President uh, testing positive for COVID. 
Right, Kara. And to be honest, so many people, um, just when you talk about uh, President Biden, are surprised that he's been able to avoid this for so long. Um, but we have to look at uh, his medical condition and who he is, and then what we know about this virus and how COVID behaves. Uh, as we know, he is 79 years old. His last presidential physical evaluation was done in November of 2021. Uh, he got very high marks from his personal physician, um, but we do know that he has some basic medical conditions, atrial fibrillation, some high cholesterol, some gastrointestinal reflux. None of those really put someone at particularly high risk, but his highest risk factor, Kira, is his age. And so that is why, as you mentioned, uh, no surprise that he's being treated with the antiviral pill Paxlovid. Wow. Um, it's been shown in clinical trials to be 89% effective in reducing the risk of severe COVID-19 illness, meaning hospitalization uh, or death. But I want to be crystal clear, he is going to be closely monitored at the White House um, by the personal physician of the president. And if anything looks uh, like it is going in the wrong direction, I absolutely expect that he uh, would be hospitalized. Wow. If nothing else, then for more close observation. But Remember, the White House is not like your home or my home. They can do a lot of medical monitoring and observation and testing right there at the White House. Sure, and we saw that with uh, former President Donald Trump uh, immediately and uh, the medical response there. And now considering the president's age and his underlying conditions, uh, no doubt he will be monitored uh, minute by minute. And he says he's going to continue on with his, his daily duties, Jen. Just for a moment, uh, can we talk about the antiviral? Because, you know, we have reported here uh, on ABC that um, there have been a number of people that have taken this antiviral uh, Paxlovid and it's been very successful in uh, helping with, with symptoms, uh, severity with regard to respiratory issues, but there have been a number of cases where uh, it has not worked well and, uh -oh. and the COVID has come back uh, quickly. Well, Kara, I'm glad you mentioned that because it is something that so many people uh, have questions about. We have reported here before that there seems to be this Paxlovid rebound. Uh, clinic, uh, published clinical reports seem to indicate that that rate hovers in the single-digit percentage, you know, around 4 or 5%, maybe higher. But I want to be crystal clear. When you make a decision in medicine, clinical judgment, you're evaluating risk versus benefit. And in this case, it's really four questions. It's risk of taking Paxlovid versus the risk of not taking Paxlovid and then the benefits of Paxlovid versus the benefits of not taking Paxlovid. And right now, uh, that last question, the benefits of not treating with this antiviral medication really are zero. Um, you know, what would be the worst case scenario if President Biden took Paxlovid and got this so-called rebound phenomenon? Just more time being in isolation. The benefits are clear based on the clinical trials of what this drug can do in, in terms of reducing the risk of hospitalization and death. And that's why it is a straightforward and easy clinical decision to make to give him that medication. All right, folks, good afternoon. Dr. Jen Ashton, please stay with me. I want to bring in uh, Chief um, folks, good afternoon. So that is big news, and we want to um, we're going to monitor because I'd love to hear if we're on the air. Right now, it's one seventeen. If we're on, 
when the White House press briefing is, um, we certainly would want to um, carry some of that because they're going to be, you know, all all over that that whole thing. Uh, And rightfully so, as a matter of fact. What a disaster. Biden poses with papers. Oh, my God. For social media message. He's doing fine. Wow. Um, let me see what else here. Um, just trying to keep the news of the day. This is... All right, so uh, that is um, big with the... White House press briefing. We want to follow. Let me just see if um, folks, and again, at 118, uh, the locals, Governor McKee is not <clears throat> is not quarantining. Governor McKee is not following uh, the COVID protocol in any way. He was uh, was right there. I don't know why Governor McKee would not why he feels that he doesn't have to um, following that. And then Nancy Pelosi got some some good questions. But it's the White House press briefing that we want to monitor uh, for what happens with that. And the other big news is that that coach, the naked fat test coach. Um, all right, here's Governor McKee being, you know, he, he, he was with the president yesterday. The most vaccinated state in the country. Uh, we have available not only uh, boosting, but we also have, as you remember, Dr. Why? has the first test and treats uh, bricks and mortar site in the, in, the, in the country. So Rhode Island is, uh, you know, in good shape, you know, combating the, uh, the pandemic. And, uh, you know, as Dr. McDonald said uh, when he was here, we're in the endemic stage right now. So you're good and, and you continue to function? Uh, I'm good and we'll continue to get tested as we need to get tested. Uh, uh, like I said, not only what this week, your I, get tested, but I got tested last week because there was something that, that prompted me to do that as well. So. So he's not being tested today? Like, I don't get that in any way. Why isn't Governor McKee? I mean, he doesn't have to quarantine. He's just asked to monitor his, te- his health. Hey, he's no spring chicken either, for crying out loud. All right, let's get to, um, we're going to monitor the, the White House press briefing and find out um, exactly when that's going to happen. Let me get to, um, folks, there's a, boy, there's a lot of news, a lot of news on this Thursday between the naked fat test coach now being charged from North Kingstown, pork boy's friend. And then, um, and now, but obviously the big news of the day is President Biden has tested positive for COVID after he was around a lot of people yesterday. He was with the Massachusetts delegation he was with uh, Elizabeth Warren. He was with Senator Markey. Um, he was with Governor M- uh, McKee. He was with the mayor of Warwick. So I, I, he was with a lot of people. Uh, Oskin Klosk, however that's described. Um, he has... Uh, he certainly that yesterday is looking like it was like a super spreader for crying out loud. Yesterday's presidential visit turning into a super spreader. Folks, COVID, though, you know, I just spoke to someone else in law enforcement yesterday who had COVID. And um, 
me see how Channel 10 treats the Aaron Thomas story. Aaron Thomas. President Biden tests positive after the New England visit, southern New England visit, I should say. So, all right, we'll give um, a little play to Channel 10 here. See how they treat the story. He was with Senator Whitehouse. As I said, he was with Governor McKee. And he was with our governor who lives with his mother. And also the mayor of Warwick, where Biden said, it's great to meet you, Governor McKee. No, I'm the mayor of Warwick. Oh, all right. I thought you were Sheldon Whitehouse. Southern New England, President Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. He is said to be experiencing mild symptoms and is being treated with Paxlovid. The president is fully vaccinated, and that includes two boosters. The president had close contact with many of our lawmakers during his visit to Southern New England. NBC 10's Tamara Sarkarzik joins us now live in the studio. And Tammy, you have an accounting of those close contacts. That's right, Barb. We went through the list. So if you were watching our coverage of Biden's visit yesterday, you saw him getting up close and personal with several of our lawmakers. Senator Elizabeth Warren right here was seen getting off Air Force One with the president, but she's not the only one who had close contact with him. So let's go down the list. Biden was greeted by Governor McKee, Barb Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, and Warwick Mayor Frank Bacosi. He also spent time with Senator Ed Markey and Congressman Jake Auchincloss and Bill Keating. Auchincloss tested negative this morning, according to a member of his team. He was also on Air Force One with the president. Mayor Bacosi has also tested negative. Meanwhile, Biden has canceled travel for the next five days at least. COVID response coordinator Ashish job will hold a press briefing at some point this afternoon. Live in the studio, Tamara Sakarzik, NBC10 News. Tammy and Barb. I like that. Boy, we're very casual. They let her do uh, her newscasts on TikTok. All right. I also want to play. Uh, this is the Channel 10 story now, even though Channel 12 broke it. Uh, but on the naked fat test coach now being charged. Um, pork boy's friend. Let's see. Uh, this is a. Hey, he is presumed innocent. No question about that. Here we go. Breaking news. news. Oh, it's really short. For months right here on NBC 10. Well, the former North story. Kingstown High School basketball coach accused yeah. of fat testing students, sometimes while naked, has been charged. The attorney general's office has charged Aaron Thomas with child molestation and second degree sex assault. He will be arraigned in court next month. Which I, I still don't get the August thing, but maybe we'll have to wait. And see on that. Can we play the um, can we play the Channel Twelve story on the naked fat test coach, um, Aaron Thomas? I don't think the White House press briefing has happened yet. I'm going to try to watch that. Uh, we want to monitor it. I should say. Could be one thirty. Be great if it was one thirty. All right. Here's the Channel Twelve story. They they really deserve a lot of credit on this story. They really kind of broke it. To strip naked with him alone behind closed doors is now criminally charged. The development comes after Target 12 first reported that Thomas was accused by dozens of student athletes of subjecting them to so-called naked fat tests behind closed doors in his high school office. Target 12 investigator Tim White joins us now in studio. Tim, these charges came down just a short time ago. 
Kate, they did. The Attorney General's office filed the charges late this morning at Washington County Superior Court. Thomas is facing one count of second-degree child molestation and one count of second-degree sexual assault. The Attorney General's office has been investigating Thomas since we first broke our story back in the fall. Prosecutors say they interviewed more than 30 former students who went to the high school from the early 1990s through 2020. The charges stem from one student who was there between 2000 and 2002 and another student between 2019 and 2020. If Thomas is convicted of second-degree sexual assault, he faces a mandatory minimum sentence of six years in prison and a maximum of 30 years in prison. Now, we have reached out to Thomas's defense attorney but have not heard back yet. Thomas is scheduled to be arraigned, Kate, on August 19th down at Washington County Superior Court. Tim, you're talking about how this is focused on two students, but as we know, several others came forward during the investigation. So any indication as to why there aren't more charges? You know, Kate, it's it's an important question. And less than an hour from now, I will be sitting down with Attorney General Peter Narona, and I will ask just that. But I, I will say it's important to note that the statute of limitations on second-degree sexual assault oh. is just, it's narrow. It's just three years. Narona tried to change that law. So I, I think it's likely that some of the accusations fell outside the time frame by the law, and so the AG could not file those charges. Okay, well, Tim, we'll have the very latest on that breaking news for us on 12 News starting at 4. Target 12 investigator Tim White, thank you. Excellent job by Tim White on the story without question. Excellent job by Tim White on on that story. Absolutely. All right, folks, I want to... the White House press briefing is really what we're, everyone's waiting for now. The big news of the day is that President Biden has tested positive for uh, COVID. All right. I also, Nancy Pelosi had a press briefing earlier, and she was asked about, um, has your husband ever made a stock purchase or sale based on information he's received from you? What are you saying? Well, you know, the record says differently, but she can smirk it off all she wants. Um, Speaker Pelosi, Biden has COVID. It is it is amazing. He hasn't. This is the first time. But folks, this current strain that's out there is highly, highly contagious, highly contagious. And and it is floating around and a lot of people have it. Um, my goodness, highly on, un- <laughs> I'm sorry, I just cannot get past the fact that he still came on the, on the trip yesterday. What, why, there was no reason for him to even come on that on that trip yesterday. It was a completely wasted trip. But him butchering Jake Oskenhaus is the representative in um, Southeastern Mass in Congress. Listen to him again yesterday about the name. Where is she? There you go. Where is she? Where is she? There you go. Good morning. Where is she? Where is she? 
Where is she doing? I just can't get over that. I mean, what an app. And then that and the cancer thing yesterday. Guess what? What a trip. The first frost, you know what was happening? You had to put on your windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why I can't for the longest time. The White House said the only reason he said he has cancer, he does not have cancer. The only reason that he said that is because of his dementia. So, um, so there's that. But this, wow. This is the last thing. This is the final nail on the coffin without question. For the um, for the Biden president, not that he was going to turn around from it anyway, um, but this is like the final. To me, I think this is the final nail. Um, I I don't see how they bounce back from this. I don't see how in any way. They keep saying, now, the, the first lady has tested negative for COVID. The, the theater that canceled Dave Chappelle, people have to push back on this stuff. People have to push back. Um, I want to find more reporting on, um, on, on Biden with COVID, though. Just because, listen, I, I, he's not on, on death's door. He's not in the hospital. There was no reason for him to um, take the trip in the first place. Now, in sports news, following the announcement of the Cardinals quarterback, Kyla Murray, five-year, 230, fans discussed the potential price tag of Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson contract extension. So he gets rich off it uh, just as, as well. But uh, the big story of the day is that Biden has COVID. So that he has tested positive. The White House released a photo of him. Um, what, what time is this White House press, press brief? I'm trying to find it right now, folks. It's 1.31. And um, the White House is set to hold a briefing this afternoon with Dr. Ja. Um, are you given a time on this? Um, let's see. Um, just at some point this afternoon. All right. He's experiencing minor symptoms. But as we've talked about, he is 79 years old. So we had it earlier where that if, if he starts to show... Well, now he's dealing with both cancer and COVID. (laughs) My goodness. I like that. It's the first positive result of his presidency. All right, I want to go back to, um, here's the latest now on President Biden testing uh, positive for COVID. 
has had two boosters, but as we've been talking about uh, for a couple weeks now, uh, the spread of COVID taking off across the country, numerous states reporting a rise in COVID cases. And now we're learning the president of the United States has tested positive for COVID-19. We just received uh, this statement from the White House. Uh, and this is what I can tell you uh, so far, that he is experiencing very mild symptoms, according to the White House. Uh, he has been isolated. He does uh, plan to continue to carry out all his duties fully at this time. Uh, he has been in contact with members of the White House staff by phone this morning. He has been making calls uh, to those that he had traveled with this week, uh, specifically when he gave his speech on climate change. Uh, he had various aides with him. His press secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, of course, uh, was with him. In addition uh, to his deputy chief of staff, Bruce Reed, also Gina McCarthy, national climate advisor, they have been notified that he has tested uh, positive. Uh, do not have word yet yet on the first lady uh, and where that stands but we can tell you he is also taking uh, the antiviral of Paxlovid this has proven to be very effective when you have taken this antiviral uh, when you find out that you have tested positive so he is taking that we are t we are told uh, that he does can plan to participate in all planned meetings and work in isolation there at the White House. Dr. Jen Ashton uh, joining me now uh, as we receive this news that the President of the United States has tested positive for COVID-19. So Jen, really no surprise. I mean, we have been talking now for a couple weeks on how COVID has been spreading. And for, for a number of years, a number of us have been lucky that we haven't tested positive, but now have. And now the President uh, testing positive for COVID. Right, Kara. And to be honest, so many people, um, just when you talk about uh, President Biden, are surprised that he's been able to avoid this for so long. Um, but we have to look at uh, his medical condition and who he is, and then what we know about this virus and how COVID behaves. Uh, as we know, he is 79 years old. His last presidential physical evaluation was done in November of 2021. Uh, he got very high marks from his personal physician, um, but we do know that he has some basic medical conditions, atrial fibrillation, some high cholesterol, some gastrointestinal reflex. None of those really put someone at particularly high risk, but his highest risk factor, Kira, is his age. And so that is why, as you mentioned, uh, no surprise that he's being treated with the antiviral pill Paxlovid. Um, it's been shown in clinical trials to be 89% effective in reducing the risk of severe COVID-19 illness, meaning hospitalization uh, or death. But I want to be crystal clear, he is going to be closely monitored at the White House um, by the personal physician of the president. And if anything looks uh, like it is going in the wrong direction, I absolutely expect that he uh, would be hospitalized, if nothing else, then for more close observation. But remember, the White House is not like your home or my home, they can do a lot of medical monitoring and observation and testing right there at the White House.
sure, and we saw that with uh, former President Donald Trump uh, immediately and uh, the medical response there. And now considering the president's age and his underlying conditions, uh, no doubt he will be monitored uh, minute by minute. And he says he's going to continue on with his, his daily duties, Jen. Just for a moment, uh, can we talk about the antiviral? Because, you know, we have reported here uh, on ABC that um, there have been a number of people that have taken this antiviral uh, Paxlovid, and it's been very successful in uh, helping with, with symptoms, uh, severity, with regard to respiratory issues. But there have been a number of cases where uh, it has not worked well, and, and the COVID has come back uh, quickly. Well, Kara, I'm glad you mentioned that because it is something that so many people uh, have questions about. We have reported here before that there seems to be this Paxlovid rebound. Uh, uh, published clinical reports seem to indicate that that rate hovers in the single-digit percentage, you know, around 4 or 5%, maybe higher. But I want to be crystal clear. When you make a decision in medicine, clinical judgment, you're evaluating risk versus benefit. And in this case, it's really four questions. It's risk of taking Paxlovid versus the risk of not taking Paxlovid. And then the benefits of Paxlovid versus the benefits of not taking Paxlovid. And right now, uh, that last question, the benefits of not treating with this antiviral medication really are zero. Um, you know, what would be the worst case scenario if President Biden took Paxlovid and got this so-called rebound phenomenon? Just more time being in isolation. The benefits are clear based on the clinical trials of what this drug can do in, in terms of reducing the risk of hospitalization and death. And that's why it is a straightforward and easy clinical decision to make to give him that medication. Dr. Jen Ashton, please stay with me. I want to bring in uh, Chief Washington Correspondent uh, Jonathan Carl now. Uh, John, I guess first let's start with are you getting any other word uh, from uh, the White House or your sources in addition to the statement we just received from the White House that the president has tested positive for COVID? Uh, the point that White House is emphasizing is that his systems are very his symptoms are very mild. Of course, this is a person uh, who has been uh, vaccinated. He has been boosted. He has been boosted again, um, and he's on Paxlovid, which, as uh, uh, Dr. Jen pointed out, is something uh, that has worked quite well, including uh, for people close to him who have tested positive in in the recent past. Uh, he plans to continue to do his work through uh, through Zoom meetings. This is an entirely different situation than what we saw when the previous president tested positive uh, for COVID. Of course, President Trump uh, tested positive uh, when there was no vaccine um, and uh, his condition was incredibly serious and had to be essentially medevaced uh, to, uh, to Walter Reed. That is not the case here. You know, I have to say the other thing, Kira, is it is a, a remarkable, and you alluded to this, uh, that, that that he had not tested positive earlier. When you think about the people around him uh, who have tested positive, uh, his press secretary, his vice president, uh, his uh, COVID expert, uh, Tony Fauci, uh, uh, tested uh, positive and is now uh, recovered. Uh, so, so what they are emphasizing is, um, you know, he's getting the best treatment. Uh, he'll go through the process. Uh, they expect a, uh, a, you know, obviously a full recovery. So let's talk about uh, individuals that he may have um, 
possibly exposed. Uh, he did test negative on Tuesday, but prior to that, he made that big trip to the Middle East. That's right. So what do we know about his, his travels, his testing? Uh, was he being tested every single day? Uh, could this possibly have happened while he was overseas? We know it takes a while to incubate, right? But he did test negative on Tuesday after returning uh, from, from Saudi, from, from Israel uh, last weekend. He's, he's regularly tested, Kira. Uh, it's not necessarily every day, but he is regularly tested, um, and, and and particularly uh, you know surrounding travel like he has had uh, would would if anything step up the the, uh, the, the, the regularity of his testing. Uh, and this was the the first indication when he got it. You know he's, he's done traveled uh, domestically uh, this week. Um, he's uh, met with uh, members of Congress, obviously with members of the White House staff, uh, his cabinet. Um, but, but, but no indication uh, of exactly when he was infected. All right, John, stay with us. Mary Bruce, our senior White House correspondent, was traveling with the president on that trip. We now got her on the phone. Mary, what can you tell us? Yeah, look, John is right. The president is, of course, tested in a regular cadence. That's how the White House always described it to us. But the president just had a packed week of meetings. We saw a meeting with several Middle Eastern leaders. He was, of course, in Israel and then making that controversial trip to Saudi Arabia. And there was much discussion over that trip about whether the president would be giving out handshakes or whether he would be fist-bumping leaders. We, of course, saw him with that now very famous fist-bump with the Saudi crown prince. But... Much of that was due to concerns about COVID, Uh, although the president certainly did go ahead and shake hands with some of the leaders that he met with. And, you know, you saw the president without a mask. Um, Everyone, I should say everyone who does meet with the president is usually tested. The White House does take very strict precautions when it comes to who comes close to the president. But it's not always something that you can uh, control in many situations. So I think there'll be a lot of questions about the contacts that the president had over the last week and perhaps another review of, of White House uh, precautions here, but I should also say that this is something the White House has been prepared for, right? They have said that this was, you know, something that was going to be really hard to avoid, and it is kind of surprising that the president has made it this long without uh, testing positive for COVID. So the White House has always talked about this as somewhat of an inevitability. They do take strict precautions. I can tell you when they're in Washington, everyone who comes close to the president is tested. Everyone who comes close to the president uh, has to go through certain, uh, take certain steps. They try to keep everyone at a distance from him, but he is the president of the United States, and that is very hard to maintain constantly. Uh, and while he did test negative on, on Tuesday, it is, of course, possible that he received this while he was traveling overseas. And Dr. Jen, what will this mean now uh, going forward? Mild symptoms, uh, that's good news. Uh, The president is saying he is going to carry out his duties uh, within the White House, even today, doing business via Zoom. He's making phone calls to members of his staff to let them know. Uh, What does this mean for the first lady now? And what does this mean moving forward, uh, knowing also, too, all right, folks, again, at 144, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So just to repeat, that is the big, without question, listen, it is the news today. The president has COVID. This latest strain, by the way, um, it's it's highly, highly contagious. It truly is highly contagious. And I've, I've known uh, several people that have had it. I even tested myself. When was that? Last 
week, and I tested negative. Um, but there's definitely a very contagious strain, this latest COVID strain that is out there. It is, um, and so, but but it comes back to, you know, what, what, why was he so aggressively traveling and shaking hands? And the, the fist bump is like the, the, the least of, of the problems. So, so there is, uh, they posted a picture of him sitting at a desk. And um, so they've had to also cancel all of his schedule. Now, Governor McKee is still staying out there. <clears throat> um, Governor McKee is staying with his schedule. And now they're trying to figure out who gave, how did the president catch COVID? But what a, a 24 hours of him being first arriving at TF Green at Hills Grove at the airport. And then um, the, the whole business of, of, uh, of him with the, the mayor of Warwick and also Governor McKee and then with Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. But then he was traveling with, you know, Elizabeth Warren with Senator Markey. He was traveling with some of the the, the Massachusetts delegation. Now, folks, another huge story. I also like this. A January report from Politico said Biden catching COVID would be a po- political and policy disaster. They're terrified of Biden getting COVID. Some current former White House officials foresee a potential political policy disaster if the president were to contract the virus, even though he's vaccinated and boosted. <laughs> COVID protocol critics and vaccine skeptics would have a field day with Biden catching COVID and use it to further undermine trust in the administration's effort to combat the pandemic. The 79-year-old president would likely take a few days to recover, addition to placing himself in quarantine, which could exacerbate concerns about his agent health. So aides fear the, the scenario has prompted White House to limit his travel interaction with voters during his first year in office. It's frustrated Biden. So that is, you know, this is definitely something that has been on their radar without question, something that has been on their um This is outrageous. The new owner of National Grid has announced most Rhode Island homes and businesses will see a 50% increase in the monthly electric bills starting October 1st. What? Are you kidding me? A 50% increase? National Greed? How is that possible? Oh, attorney for... Aaron Thomas has responded to the criminal charges. Okay, so that's good. Aaron Thomas adamantly denies any criminal activity took place. The sole purpose was to better athletic performance in North Kingstown. Hundreds of student-athletes participated in the program. He looks forward to this day to clear his name. All right, so there's that. Nice job by Matt Stevens of ABC6. Um... I think that's interesting. Uh, let me see if Channel 12 has any. I don't know if they have the have that. Channel 6 has it. I've not seen yet. And there's also a big motor, uh, FBI raid of the Hells Angels in Westport, Mass. Um, 
So, folks, a very busy news day. What's this? After nearly 24 or finally sentencing of Dawn Bancroft, recording selfie video leaving the Capitol. E. They want to put her in prison for two months saying they were looking for Pelosi and they were going to do her harm. Uh, let me see right now. Oh, that's right. Governor McKee is still doing the Momentum Tour. Should he really be... He is uh, Governor McKee, joined by Commerce Secretary Liz Tanner. Oh, she replaced Stephen Pryor. Speaking about small business, the Momentum Tour is taking place. They're going to walk with Representative Caldwell and the town manager. (laughs) So there's that. My goodness. Um, Nothing can stop the Momentum Tour. The COVID Momentum Tour. I mean, should they really be doing this? After uh, he was just with someone that tested positive? I don't think he should. But, of course, they're not going to skip it. Isn't that, I, I mean, it sure seems like it's a campaign stop. I don't know why Governor McKee needs to be doing this in his official his official duties here. Why is gas 450 a gallon? Biden and John Fetterman are trying to destroy the oil and gas industry. He's the guy running for Senate in um, Massachusetts. But you know it is it, it is the Biden presidency. The plans, no more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I don't uh, support fracking. I, I think it's something that has to eventually go away. Uh, and I would like to see it you know, transition out. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. This, this guy, Fetterman, is running against Dr. Oz. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline He's running against um, Dr. Oz for that Senate seat in, um, in Pennsylvania. So that was held by Pat Toomey, who attended... Uh, LaSalle Academy. Folks, good afternoon at 151. Again, I'm not sure when this White House press briefing is going to be, but President Biden has contracted COVID. He he was in the Middle East, but mo- recently, you know, yesterday, there he was at TF Green Airport, and he was in s- southern New England. He was in Somerset for that Brayton Point uh, photo op, is which, which w- what it was. There was nothing pressing. There was no reason for him to have to be there. He was just there to be there for the photo op of being out there. 
right? Like that, that's, let's call it what it is. That's why he was out there. Folks, this portion at 152 of the John DePietro Show, and it's right by Home Again Consignment. Stop in and see my friend John, Governor Francis Shopping Center in Warwick, fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry, buy, sell, or in consignment. He also does estate sales. We have a link on the website at DePietro.com. So President Biden is under medication for this. It's obviously the big story. And um, and nothing good about this, by the way, for the... Nothing good about this for the Biden White House. Drudge report, report. President isolating at White House. Concerns for 79-year-old. Runny nose, fatigue, dry cough. Meet the Corona Super Dodgers. He's gone this far. Biden COVID. And they have the picture of him coughing into his hand. Uh, um, I, I, but the, the current strain is highly contagious and a lot of people have it. Um. I don't know what to make of the Secret Service story. There's definitely something there about the um, the Secret Service story. And the attorney for the Naked Fat Test coach literally put out a statement on his... It couldn't have been more informal than it is. He put it using his notes section on his phone. So maybe he's on vacation. Who knows? Um, I, I recognize the J6 people. They're still trying to gain momentum. But the, the fact of the matter is, um, because of Biden with COVID, that's going to just r- run the day, right? That's going to run the day. Now, folks, I encourage you to visit the website, dpetro.com. We also have um, the flashback, the coverage, This the naked fat test coach being charged. Um. They are accusations, and Attorney General Pina Norona highlights that, that these are simply accusations. He is presumed not guilty, and he'll certainly seemingly get a chance to defend himself. But check out the website, dipetro.com. Brought to you by the Cuisine Inn, a Rhode Island tradition since 1977. Delicious food and drinks, nice, comfortable lounge and bar. They're waiting for you at the Cuisine Inn. So I want to just visit the website. Biden has COVID. Goodness, folks. Um, you have, if you go to the website, Governor McKee is the least popular governor in the country. We have the video of the Providence hijacking on Elmwood Avenue the other night. Also, the murder in Exeter, which is so odd. You have the Rhode Island motorcycle gang war erupting. And then the FBI is going after Governor McKee. We have the latest on Senator Mack. Last Wednesday was the standoff in North Providence. We have that and a lot more. And then all my links to social media, by the way, and uh, all of my links to social media. If you want to follow me on TikTok, that a lot of people do, right up on the right-hand side at the top, you also have our link to the Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also listen live there. If you want to support the program, you want to advertise on the program, if you want to contact me, it's all right there. It's a happening. At the website, which is dipetro.com. 
So I want to just check some local headlines. The big local headline on this Thursday is that Aaron Thomas, the former coach, has been charged with molestation and sexual assault. You also have that um, President Biden... Uh, officials react to him having COVID. He was just here yesterday. Um, let me just also double check what other headlines we have at 156. It's very warm out. Aaron Thomas test positive. Excuse me, President Biden testing positive for COVID. All of this happened in a matter of 30 minutes where um, this stuff came down. Now, let me check the local news sites. Oh, the Valley Breeze is out today. Did I read that they were trying to defend publishing the nut that got arrested for the standoff? Uh, I think so. I think I read that. Yeah. When was that? Yesterday. Suspect and standoff had conflicted relationship with law enforcement. You mean the, the fact that cops don't like the fact that you kept publishing his his diatribe, his manifest? Like, like I said, who, who, who's next? Were you going to try to contact the Unabomber? Um, let me see. There's Eileen Violet. Um, well, she's just writing about the different running for people running for office, Eileen. Jessica De La Cruz has a piece in the Valley Breeze. Rhode Island needs a governor like Kalis. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Democrat control. Ashley Kalis, the Republican nominee, is a fighter. Everybody, boy, talk about a word that's overused. It's that one. She's neither a politician or an elitist. She believes in education. I'm voting for her in November, and I ask you to join me. We deserve a governor who'll fight for them. Boy, I, I used to, that word used to mean something. Isn't that the person that pulled out of the race in CD2 after a month? I think so. All right, it's 1.59. Folks, it's very warm out. You're going to hear the 2 o'clock news coming up. The big local news, the big top three items. Number one, President Biden has COVID. Number two, he was in Rhode Island and Massachusetts yesterday. So all those leaders are reacting to that. The naked fat test coach from North Kingstown. Charges have been leveled against him. He's going to have to defend himself in court on that. And uh, also the FBI raided the Hells Angels in southeastern Mass and Westport. Boy, busy couple of days in uh, southeastern Mass between President Biden in Somerset yesterday and then the Hells Angels raid. It's John DePietro. I will be doing Facebook Live later. Visit the website, DePietro.com. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and stay cool on this Thursday.